Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, we all know that seagulls are cheeky and generally annoying, but they don't care. Not only that, they seem to be one step ahead of human efforts to deter them. We're joined by Steve Lawton from Birdwatch Ireland. Good afternoon, Steve. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, There are reports now that these, you know, they set up these dummy birds to frighten away the seagulls, and now the seagulls aren't frightened of them anymore. Yeah, well, these things are usually big plastic replicas, what we call decoy birds, that they're usually of of a natural predator of a thing like a gull. So in the case of of our gulls here, the herring gulls, people use eagle owls, which we don't really get in Ireland, but they'd certainly get occasionally in the UK, and they're more common on the continent. But you can buy these big plastic eagle owls, which can look quite frightening until you know they're plastic. But Mm. I think that what happens is the birds easily recognize there are plastic dummies sitting on their roof. If they were moving about, calling, you know, looking threatening, but they just sit there looking dumb and plastic, you know, and the the gulls just ignore them. You know, birds are intelligent things, you know, so that, you know, unless that predator really behaves like a predator, it's not really going to worry them after the first 30 seconds. Okay, but nonetheless, loads of people have bought these things and it turns out they're quite ineffective. Yeah, that's it. I think what you have to do if you're going to use something like that, you've got to keep moving it around. I mean, okay, you're not going to get an animated plastic moving model, but, you know, every day you put it in a slightly different place. You might stand a little chance, but I think very quickly the birds get familiar with anything, you know, and they know it's no real threat, so they'll carry on as per normal. Uh, what what is if if you know if you're if say around your house you're besieged with with seagulls is there anything you can do to keep them away really there's very little what once a bird has has set its heart on nesting on your roof or on your neighborhood it's really going to stay there you know you, you you can do things in the non-breeding season now that means that big span of time from literally september through till the following March or April, that you you can put all sorts of things on your roof. Yes, you can put a plastic eagle owl. You could put metal spikes. You can, you know, if you if if you've let the bird nest there one year, it's probably somewhere between the chimney pots or between the the structure that holds the chimney pots. I'm not sure what that's called, <laughs> and the actual the, the the slates or tiles on your roof in that little V shape gully. They often nest in there. So you can sort of build cages out of wire or mesh around your chimney pots. That would deter them a little bit. I have seen cases where people do that and the bird just builds the nest on top of the cage or the mesh. So (laughs) you've got to work hard, you know. They're going to outsmart you normally. My policy is learn to live with them and enjoy them, you know. They're intelligent birds. They've decided they want to live in D8 or D17, wherever it is, and you're not really going to put them off. Yeah. Unless, you know. And well, again, I suppose maybe it's it, this is an unfair slur against seagulls, but they, they they also seem to be a bird that has a certain, you know, they feel they're entitled uh, mostly to other people's dinner, uh, especially if they're holding it. Yeah, that's it. Well, not especially. I think that they're the bold ones that, start trying to think they can snatch it out of your hand and i yeah and we've, we i'm sure we've had this on the show before mm. but 
But, it, you know, I, our story is what, what has pulled these birds away from the coast and the islands where they normally were into the cities. It's that, you know, we've overfished the seas. There's less fish here, so they're looking for other things. They're tending to move inland to look, and they see lots of men living in these concrete and brick structures with nice roofs with, you know, central heating coming up through the roof if it's not very well insulated. And they think, yeah, if we plonk our nest there, we're safe from the local dogs and foxes, you know, and there's actually warmth coming up to help us incubate our eggs. You know, mm. it's great. And then they put out, you know, they come home every night with a fish and chips and a burger and a wrapper. They eat half of it and they throw the other half away or put it in a, <laughs> a, a very poorly defended rubbish bin, which they can just hop down to, you know, pick the newspaper out, shake the contents on the and off they go. Yeah, so it's that but is, is there a thing here, Steve, that like over generations that seagulls, like most other birds, if they see a human anywhere near them, will tend to take off. Seagulls kind of look you up and down a bit and go, eh. You know, they, over generations have they become completely unafraid of humans. Yeah, that, that, that's it. And that's because, you know, we've, we've, we've allowed them in a way to get a foothold in the cities. I've tried to explain why that is. Mm. And then that they get used to living with people and traffic and other noises, you know, and, that, and that's it. Yeah. In any wild animal population, there are personalities, you know, and you've got the bold ones and you've got the more timid ones. There are still some that, you know, I mean, I, I, I dare you here, Sean, to, to, you know, go tomorrow lunchtime, go out with your sandwich to St. Stephen's Green, sit by the lake and pull your sandwich out and watch the birds. And you'll have two or three of them yeah. that'll be straight up. They'll be pecking at your shoelaces thinking, shall I jump up and snatch that sandwich? Or shall I just wait and see if he throws me across? You yeah. know, so you've got the bold ones that'll just come up and help themselves. The timid ones will wait for you to throw that crust. So, <laughs> there, was a thing, yeah. uh, there was a thing on social media, though. A woman, now she was at the zoo, but she said a heron uh, uh, stole food belonging to her daughter. Is is are herons the new seagulls? Is there any danger of that? Because that's a m- even it, bigger it, bird. It, it looks a little that way, and I, I think there's a bit of a history there at at, at the zoo, and that the, the herons were initially attracted to the the penguin feeding time, where you've got the keeper throwing fish to the. Uh, to the penguins, uh, you know, the bad catchers, the ones that miss the fish, the herons swoop down. They're sitting on the roof of the of the, the buildings. They swoop down, grab that spare fish, and off they go. Now, that I, I think the zoo might have put some netting or something over the penguin enclosure, so that kind of thwarts them a little bit. But then I think they've gone one step further, and they've said, oh, look, those, those primates, the bipedal things, they sit down at these little picnic tables with, food in their hands, let's try and grab some of that, you know, and they've, they've just kind of learned. Uh, all yeah. I'm getting here, Steve, is that we're just asking for it, really, if we're going to go outside yeah, we're, with we're food. We're asking it, so we've got to change our behaviour a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, know, I know it's a, a great thing, a hindsight telling the, the zoo guys that it wasn't fun, you know, they're throwing with the odd fish to the, the penguins and the, the herons snatch the odd one, you know, that's okay, it's bringing in another species for people to look at, you know, and they're spectacular animals. You know, they're used to catching their own fish in lakes and rivers and whatever. Yeah. Steve, uh, thanks. uh, We have to leave it there, but thanks a million uh, for uh, speaking with us today. That was Steve Newton there, senior seabird conservation expert uh, with Birdwatch Island. And interestingly enough, uh, he was uh, on the line there from uh, Rockaville Island off Scaries, where he's actually studying seagulls, which is probably why he wouldn't say anything bad about them, just in case. (laughs) 
Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.